This is the Sex and Psychology Podcast, and it's the sex ed you never got in school and won't get anywhere else. I am your host, Dr. Justin Lay Miller. I am a social psychologist and research fellow at the Kinsey Institute and author of the book, Tell Me What You Want, The Science of Sexual Desire and How It Can Help You Improve Your Sex Life. If you're looking for ways to take your sex life to the next level, something you might want to think about is trying more sex toys. Sex toys have the potential to make sex, both solo and partnered, even better. In today's episode, we're going to explore five specific ways that using sex toys can give your intimate life a boost. And if you've never used sex toys before, we have you covered. The sheer number of options out there can be overwhelming, so we're also going to discuss some good places to start if you're new to the idea of bringing toys into the bedroom. I am joined by Sarah Tomchison, who works as a sex educator, sex toy evangelist, and podcast host. Sarah is Love Honey's resident sexual wellness advisor, and she hosts free monthly workshops through lovehoney.com. She brings an inclusive, informed, and approachable teaching style to a range of topics. Sarah's podcast, called Fuck Yeah, disrupts traditional ideas about sexuality and relationships, and her online sex education program, Pleasure Practices, supports cultivating personal power through pleasure exploration. This is going to be an amazing conversation. Stick around and we're going to jump in right after the break. Take pleasure to the next level with The Handy, a Scandinavian pleasure device like no other. It's an adult toy for anyone with a penis that combines with interactive technology to open up a whole world of new and immersive experiences. The Handy can be synced with online content from multiple adult websites in a way that allows you to feel what you see on screen. The easy-to-use controls allow for custom and targeted sensation, plus there's a game-changing mounting accessory that allows you to use the device completely hands-free. It also has a remote control, so you can enjoy partner play together or long distance. There are also a variety of sleeves available to choose from to create varied sensation. To learn more, check the show notes for the link and get 10% off your purchase of the handy with discount code SEXANDPSYCH, P-S-Y-C-H. The Kinsey Institute Art and Artifact Collection contains thousands of items from around the world spanning more than 2,000 years of human history. You can check out some of the items at the Kinsey Institute Art Exhibitions at the Wilsig Erotic Art Museum, located in the heart of South Beach in Miami, Florida. Their next exhibit, titled Bettina Rhymes, Everything All at Once, opens December 4th. This exhibition features pieces by the renowned French photographer whose work subverted gender stereotypes and invited the observer to focus on the beauty and humanity of each portrait subject. Find out more information at weam.com. That's W-E-A-M.com. If you're a fan of this show, then I know you're hungry for sexuality knowledge. But if you're also looking to find a community of like-minded, sex-positive professionals, check out the Sexual Health Alliance. Shaw connects you with world-class experts and an active group of passionate, fun, and welcoming students. Shaw is at the forefront of sexuality education and hosts monthly live events, both online and in-person, with students from all over the world and from all types of backgrounds. They come together to learn, travel, connect, and sometimes form friendships. So, podcast fans, continue advancing your sexuality knowledge, have fun, and meet fantastic people in the process at Sexual Health Alliance. 
You can find their upcoming events and online certification programs at sexualhealthalliance.com. Hi, Sarah, and welcome to the Sex and Psychology Podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure to have you here. So we're going to be talking all about sex toys today and how they can help you improve your intimate life. But before we get into that, let me first ask a question about you. You've worked in the sex toy business for quite a while. So how did you get into the industry and what's behind your passion for sex toys? I grew up in the theater. I majored in theater in college, and I was performing with a queer femme. At the time, we were labeled as a burlesque group, but I would argue that we were much more social commentary than titties. And uh, one of my members of the troupe was working at the legendary Babeland at the time and said, you know what you really need to do? has come over, sell sex toys with me, learn how to teach. And so she roped me into, you know, their education model is very much based on the collective good vibrations, peer education model. And that's how I originally got trained back in 2007. And I never looked back because it's just this amazing kind of at the time it felt like a marriage of performance and making intimate connections with people and helping to shed all of the stigma and shame that we have around sexuality. So I guess it turned out to be my calling and I never really looked back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. So we're going to talk about a countdown of five ways that sex toys can revolutionize your sex life. So there's probably way more than five that we could get into, but we're just going to limit it to five. It's, it's an arbitrary number, but there are at least five ways that sex toys can revolutionize your sex life. So that's another way for my listeners to think about it. But first up is self-exploration. So tell us, Sarah, how can using sex toys help you to better understand yourself as a sexual person? Yeah, I think that for a lot of folk, I mean, especially for folks with vulvas, they aren't necessarily orgasming with a partner, at least in the early stages of their sexual journey. And so I think that sex toys are a really great tool for discovering your own pleasure map. And, you know, I've had people come to me and say, I don't like touching my body with my hands. It's scary or it makes me feel uncomfortable. You know, everyone has all of this stigma and shame around masturbation in particular. And toys can be that tool that helps you to not only explore a range of sensations, but that also just creates this nice distance or it's a vehicle for getting to know your body and I think stepping back from some of that really harmful messaging that we receive around touching our own bodies. Yeah. And there are also so many different ways you can use sex toys and so many different toys that are out there to choose from. So you can explore sensations on different parts of the body or even on the same part of the body, you can experience sensation in very different ways, depending on 
whether it's vibratory or not. And if it's vibratory, it might have a bunch of different settings and speeds. And so it's really a chance to explore and experiment with a whole bunch of different things. And I think oftentimes when it comes to sexual stimulation, I know I've said this before on the show many times, we often don't know what it is that we like until we try it. And so there's like this bit of trial and error that often needs to occur before we figure out what gets us going. And I think it's also good to know that at least where we're at now with sex toys is there is a lot of engineering and development that goes into making sure that toys are optimized for the nerve endings in our genitals and throughout our body. And so you can have an experience that is really expansive with a toy that's just different than what you're able to create, say, with your hand or just exploring on your own. And I think another nice thing about the increasing incorporation of technology into these toys is that you can really customize the sensations because Mm -hmm. not every vulva is the same. Not every penis is the same in terms of what kinds of stimulation feel good. You know, if you survey people about how they masturbate or what specific techniques or sensations feel good to them, you're going to see that people are all over the board there. So it's great that the way that sex toys are going is that they're infinitely customizable to the individual user and you can try out different things and see kind of what works for you because you know in the past it was kind of like toys were one size fits all and one size does not fit all absolutely Now, the second benefit I want to discuss is communication. So we all know communication is key in sexual relationships, but it's something a lot of folks really struggle with. Like, how do you even get the conversation about sex started? So tell us about how incorporating sex toys into your relationship can help you to open up important, intimate conversations with a partner. Toys, again, are, I think of them as a tool that it can be used in lots of different ways. And the thing is, is conversations around sex are not modeled for us. They're happening in private. They're not really shown a little bit more now, but you don't see them a lot in media. And so toys can be this really great way to talk about desires, fantasies, directions where you want to head with a sense of adventure, right? You can frame it in this really positive way. I learned about this new technology and it's Sounds really exciting. What do you think about exploring this together? I think it's a little outdated for folks to think of toys as being something that isn't something to explore in partnered relationships. In fact, there is a whole range of toys that are specifically designed for couples to use together. And it is a way of expanding the creativity in the bedroom. So I think when you approach it this way, the kind of conversation that you have ends up being a lot about aspirations and sexual fantasies and visions. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, they're just fun, right? So it's it's a way of having a really fun, engaging sexual conversation that then results in, oh, okay, now let's go and peruse the website together or go to the store together and get new ideas. 
Yeah. You know, I give a lot of talks on how to communicate with your partner about your fantasies and how to bring your fantasies to life. And some of the tips that I always suggest are for you and your partner to either go to a sex shop together or to just browse one that's online to look at the different product offerings and talk about how they might be used and what you might find more or less appealing. And then maybe ideally at the end, you can each pick out one toy that you want to try tonight or this weekend or whenever it is, right? So it can be a great way to just sort of get the conversation started about trying something new and different or maybe bringing one of those fantasies to life. And something else that I think can also be really helpful as I know some companies offer like a sex toy of the month club. And so, you know, you have this new toy that comes every month and then that provides this natural prompt or opportunity for you to check in with your partner about, Hey, do we want to try this? How might we use it? And so that can be this ongoing way of keeping the conversation alive. And I know that you work with Love Honey and that they, every season around the holidays, have an advent calendar that comes out. And so, you know, that could be another way. Maybe it's not every month, but every day you can open something new. So can you tell us a little bit about that and how that can be a communication tool? Yeah, the Love Honey Advent calendars are really fun. We've got two 12 days and then a 24 day. And the 24 day in my mind is, you know, you are actually stocking your whole pleasure chest. You're going to need a couple drawers for all of these (laughs) toys. And the way that it's designed, it's so nice that it has a rechargeable bullet that fits in with lots of different silicone shapes. So you've got, you know, a stroker that you can insert the bullet into. You've got silicone anal beads. You have a G-spotter. And it's a way of really exploring kind of the full range of toys that are out there. There's also an introductory under the mattress bondage kit. So you could think of this as a traditional advent calendar where you're opening one every day leading up to the holidays, or it could really be your annual date night calendar. So this month you've got a fun, sexy date planned and you're like, okay, let's open, you know, two of these doors and just see what pops up and then that's what's on the menu that night. So it's a really great product that basically has everything that you could possibly need to get started in a range of different explorations. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned that it can be flexible in terms of usage because the idea of maybe opening up 24 sex toys every day for (laughs) 24 days might seem like a lot. You'd have to be really horny to, you know, get your use out of them during that time period. But yeah, you can think about it as a regular date night calendar where you're pulling out a new sexy surprise to try each time. So lots of fun ways that you can use sex toys to get the conversation started and to try new things. Now, the third benefit that I want to explore is how sex toys can play a role in stress relief. We are all living through very stressful times these days. So finding ways to cope with that is essential for self-care. Tell us a little bit about how sex toys can help us to deal with stress. 
the health benefits of orgasms are not necessarily the first thing that come to people's minds, right? When they think of better sex. But the truth is, is that orgasms help regulate our sleep. They can help reduce anxiety. And so if you're someone particularly, I think more and more, we all have a hard time at the end of the day, kind of shutting things off. And so we consume media. We do a lot of screen time, which actually does doesn't necessarily benefit our sleep, right? So having an orgasm at the end of the day is a really fantastic way to come down and make that transition. It can be a great way to start your day. I mean, I think people should take orgasm breaks in the middle of the day, but a lot of people's (laughs) lives are not well suited for this. And the thing about sex toys is that they really are targeted for optimizing orgasmic experiences, right? So toys are your best tool for integrating orgasms consistently into your routines, whatever kind of the flow of your day looks like. And so that's why I think that sex toys really should, I mean, we should be able to get prescriptions for them, right? (laughs) And yes. And, you know, there are actually some sex toys that are available by prescription only. I think there's something called the Eros Clitoral Therapy device, which was one of the early clitoral suction devices designed to increase blood flow to the clitoris. And it was available by prescription only, but now there are all of these other similar products on the market that you don't need a prescription for. (laughs) But yes, you can go out and get whatever you want. And I think in terms of sex toys, again, to go back to their flexibility, you can use them in a lot of different ways. I think you can think of sex toys as being a route to a very efficient orgasm. And so to the extent that you just want a quick fix that's going to help you have a fast orgasm so you can fall asleep quicker, that's one way to use it. But if you also want to use sex toys as a way to practice edging, you know, and stay on the brink of orgasm so that you can increase your sexual stamina, that's another way that you can use them as well. And so it's not just one or the other. You can use these in different ways to fulfill different purposes for yourself and also in the context of a partnered sexual relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the fourth benefit is something that you call upskilling, which you describe as the process through which sex toys can help us to build up our sexual self-confidence. So tell us about that. How can using sex toys help to make you a more confident lover? So I think that sex is learned, right? We have this idea that we should just automatically know how to have sex, It's how it's portrayed in media. But in fact, it's actually a skill set that we develop over time. So when you approach it in that way, there's a lot of benefits to just like relieving some of that pressure of knowing how to do it well, but that the expectation that you should be able to do it well with every single new partner you meet, right? And it's also a skill that you can hone and develop over time. And so toys are this way of exploring really a range of different types of play, a range of sensation, kind of speaking to what you were just saying, building layers of sensation through the body to explore different kinds of orgasmic experiences. 
And that process of learning new things about yourself, and of course, it does mean investing some time and energy with your toys, right? Not just going to that like third setting with the lights off in a very specific position, right? Like actually allowing yourself some space to explore and discover what happens is you become the master of your own body or with a partner, you learn new things about each other. And that translates to a little bit of a sex glow up, right? Like you become more confident, not only I think sexually, but in the relationship either with yourself or with your partner. Yeah. You know, as you were speaking about that, I couldn't help but think about how there are a lot of people who struggle to reach orgasm during partnered sex because the way that they reach orgasm through masturbation is just a very different kind of sensation and very different kind of technique than what they experience during partnered sexual activity. And in particular, something like penile vaginal penetration, right? And so with sex toys, you have the potential there to get a toy that more closely mimics the sensations that you might experience during partnered sexual activity. And so it could also be a way of sort of helping to train your body to become orgasmic with sensations that more closely match what you're getting through partnered activity. And then that could help to build up sexual self-confidence as well. Because I know that when people tend to struggle with having an orgasm with a partner, that they can start getting in their head every time they're with that partner. And then that can make it even less likely that they're going to have an orgasm. It can lead to arousal difficulties. And so this could be another potential application. A way to build up that sexual self-confidence is by learning how in masturbation to have sensations that mimic the experience that you have during partnered sex. Yeah, it's such a great point. Versatility is one of those things that I think what happens for a lot of folks is they get accustomed to a certain way of experiencing orgasm. And that's comfortable because actually it can be a bit scary to explore sexually or expand beyond what you know, because there just isn't a lot of modeling out there in terms of really expressing sexual prowess and having that, you know, have benefits that extend in different areas of your life. But having versatility within your body and your sexual experiences makes for just a fuller, richer sex life. Totally agree with that. Now, the fifth benefit taps into something we've discussed many times before on this show, which is closing the orgasm gap. And the orgasm gap, of course, refers to the consistent finding that in male-female relationships, women tend to reach orgasm far less often than their male partners. So how can sex toys help to reduce that orgasm gap between men and women? Well, I think when you use toys kind of tapping into all of the other benefits first too, right? That you're exploring with them solo, that you've actually talked to your partner about the things that you like or that you're curious about, that you use them in a variety of ways to de-stress and relax. What happens is exactly what we were just talking about, this orgasmic versatility, 
And you're able to access orgasms either with more ease or as a more full body experience. And there is also just the matter of fact, which is that the clitoris is at the center of the pleasure system in the vulva and vagina. And the reason that it's connected with internal stimulation as well is that we think of the clitoris as just being this little external iceberg. But in fact, the shaft of the clitoris runs internal to the body, just like the shaft of the penis does, in fact. And then there's these legs that reach down. They wrap around the vaginal canal. Then you've got these vestibules. This is this whole network of erectile tissue that engorges with blood and stimulation of the whole area. So the external vulva and inside the vagina actually stimulates these legs of the clitoris. And for a lot of folks, the kind of sex that they engage in just doesn't fully stimulate the clitoris. So I have a podcast called Fuck Yeah. And one of the questions we ask everybody is what was your first mode of masturbation? And I mean, I'm now thinking, I mean, you're going to be the one to tell me what we need to do to make this an actual study. (laughs) But about 75% of the vulva havers describe early humping as a way of just like soothing the body, accessing those nerve endings. And it makes so much sense because the act of humping actually stimulates the entire vulva. So you're activating all of these nerve endings through stimulation. And the way that a lot of people are having sex just doesn't maximize the stimulation of the full network of the clitoris. And that's really where toys come in. And so I think some people have shame about having to bring a toy into the mix, but it's like, just think of it as optimizing access to the nerve endings (laughs) (laughs) or find another sexy way to think of it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I've actually been wanting to do a study along those lines of how people first learned how to masturbate and what their specific techniques were. And then the degree to which that has persisted over time or whether they've learned to develop new masturbatory techniques and then also relate that to sexual satisfaction and all that other kind of stuff. You know, there's absolutely a study there at some point in the future. So are there any other major benefits of using sex toys that we didn't cover that you think are worth addressing? Well, I mean, I think we are burying the lead a little bit here in that sex toys generally just can help to have more expansive orgasmic experiences. So whether that's what we were talking about at the beginning around exploring new areas of the body, new types of play, new sensations, or whether it's about building layers of sensation. So where you take what you love from the sex that you're having, whether that's solo or partnered, and then you add some extra stimulation in with a toy or an extra erogenous zone is able to get into the mix because toys really are like having another pair of hands, right? There's so many ways that you can get stimulation into the mix that you're not able to do without toys. So I think that really the big benefit is that 
play can become more expansive, more creative, and just more sort of full-bodied when you open your mind up to having toys in the mix. I love all of that. Now, for people who are current sex toy owners, they've probably already experienced a number of these benefits that we've been talking about. But there are a lot of people who have never used a sex toy before. And if you look at nationally representative U.S. surveys, what we see is that just about over half of women and around 45% of men say that they've tried using a sex toy before. And oftentimes in those studies, they've defined sex toy specifically as vibrator. Uh, That doesn't necessarily include all the potential things you might consider sex toys. So it might be an underestimate. But for the roughly half of the population, it seems, who say they've never tried a sex toy, who might be curious about tapping into the benefits, where's a good place to start? You know, how would you recommend dipping your toes into the water here? Hmm. Okay. So the first question to ask yourself is, you know, what are the things that you have enjoyed before and build from there? You know, some people think if I'm getting into sex toys, that means it's got to be a butt plug or, you know, something like (laughs) totally new and different. But I actually think expanding from your place of comfort is the best place to go. And then finding versatile toys. So things like pebble-shaped vibrators. The WeVibe Touch X or Love Honey has a line called Mantric, like the Mantric Vibrating Clitoral Stimulator, I think is what it's called. But the name is actually very deceiving because the thing with a stone-shaped vibrator is it fits nicely in the palm of your hand and then can be used anywhere on the body. So I love them for you know, warming up with some pubic mound stimulation. We've all got pubic mounds. You can use them on all bodies, right? You can wrap them around the whole vulva. They fit nicely behind the testicles, press them up into the perineum. I like toys that you can use in a variety of ways. Vibrating cock rings are another one that is just fantastic. They're designed to be used during partner play to give vibration to the receiving partner. A cock ring will go underneath the balls, over the shaft, and it actually traps blood flow into the penis to create a more sensitive and firmer erection. So cock rings are great to use during solo play. They're fantastic to put onto a dildo to make it a vibrating dildo. They're great if you put it on your fingers for hand sex. So I think, think about the kinds of play you want to engage in. And then look for toys that spark ideas for you, things that you can use in a variety of different ways with both yourself and a partner. And that's really where I think folks should start. I think that's all great advice. And I think you're also right that a lot of people, when they think about sex toys, just immediately go to a dildo or a butt plug. And, you know, there's so much more to sex toys than that. Those can be great toys, obviously, but there's a lot more to potentially explore there. Just one word of advice, if you are buying a dildo or butt plug, sometimes when people are buying their first sex toy, I've said this before on the show, their eyes might be bigger than their hole. And people (laughs) sometimes go a little bit too large. So, you know, you can always buy more than one, but start at the smaller end and you can expand from there as desired. 
Yeah. A trick that I love for dildo shopping or, I mean, really for anything that's going to be inserted into the body is think about what has comfortably been there before. Take your tape measure out. If it's one finger, if it's two fingers, start doing some measurements. If you're in an actual store, you can compare your hand to the toys. But if you're shopping online, just take your little tape measure out, figure out what the you know, the circumference around your fingers are, what the length is, and go from there, because that's going to actually be relatable information versus the visual for finding something that's going to be a nice fit internally. Yes, (laughs) that is also great advice. Well, thank you so much for this amazing conversation, Sarah. It was a pleasure to have you here. Can you please tell my listeners where they can go to learn more about you and your work? Yes, absolutely. Well, you can find me over at lovehoney.com and lovehoney.ca. I do a lot of content for Love Honey. And you can also find my podcast wherever you're listening now. Fuck yeah, pod. (laughs) Fuck yeah, pod. (laughs) And I will be sure to include links to all of that in the show notes. So thank you again so much for your time. I really appreciate having you here. Also, thank you to my listeners. To keep up with new episodes of this podcast, visit my website, sexandpsychology at sexandpsychology.com or subscribe on your favorite platform where I hope you'll take a moment to rate and review the show. You can also follow me on the socials for daily sex research updates. I'm on Twitter and TikTok at Justin Laymiller and Instagram at Justin J. Laymiller. Also, be sure to check out my book, Tell Me What You Want. And if you have a question you'd like me to answer on a future episode of the show, you can leave me a podcast voicemail at speakpipe.com slash sex and psychology. Thanks again for listening. Until next time.